Welcome to the Gear Slop, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. I just want to say right off the bat that Phil is in a rare form today. He has been laughing and joking with us, and he's just like in a really good mood. His son got a new video game, well, which yeah, Cole was also excited about. I am excited about that. And there are negative to say about there that. are benefits to both sides. There are many sides. There are two They're sides to people. every story. You didn't do anything wrong, Phil. You're a good father. You're a good, good father. <laughs> to you, luck. Oh, Our Phil is an awesome Phil. He <laughs> reigns over. I don't know. Cole, so wait, kids, Cole, oh, why? That's the only Cole, like that's the only Burnigan song I know. I need more records. Yeah, I was just gonna say why. why Which do is you like know a twenty-year-old. I think it's from like a freaking infomercial. It was on that's, a commercial. Yeah. That's how and why you know that song. <laughs> yeah, dude. Same reason I know uh, Orinoco Flow. And by the time you heard that song, it was already old. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Well, yeah, because it was on an infomercial. It's yeah. not like they're putting the new hot stuff on an infomercial. Well, I mean, they did have... They did have... Wow. Now, that's what I call music? No, they had a Christian version called... Called Wow? That's called what I call wow. music? <laughs> it was called Wow. Call Jesus? It was like worship... It was, I don't know what it was called. What it, what wow, thinking wow was like an acronym, but. Worship on Winnipeg. Was it wet? Awesome. No, it was just called it wow hits. <laughs> wow hits. <laughs> hey, they still make it. They have... <laughs> I said wet awesome. We'll see. Yes. It's... That's what I'm say about it. I like that. Dude, Phil, I know you've seen this, but there's a freaking <laughs> oh, tick. No. There's a TikTok of someone doing a Celine Dion version of WAP. Yes, it's so good. It, it, like for all the kids at home, TikTok is like Vine, but not quite as good. But it's still very entertaining. For all the kids, let me explain technology by <laughs> <laughs> for all the older <laughs> technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw some poll on TikTok, and it was like like what demographic are you a part of and it had all these different age groups and the highest one was 30 plus <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh man remember periscope whenever and then everyone's like this is dumb and then now everyone just live streams all the time yeah what was yeah. periscope it was, it was literally live just streaming, live streaming right? through like twitter i think or twitter oh that's day. right that's right yeah you used to it do was a it- periscope it was its own. It was a separate was, app, but it was made by the Twitter company. Yeah, yeah, and, and it would and like have yes. hooks into Twitter or whatever. Yeah, right. When you launch a live stream, would you would it say down Periscope or something? <laughs> yeah, up Periscope. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, they say Periscope up. I think that Periscope. sounds like that sounds like you're saying the state of the Periscope rather than telling it what to do. Oh, it's up comma Periscope. Up Periscope. 
thought it was like you're telling someone else. Down. It's like you're telling your dog. Down. Down, boy. Down, down periscope. periscope. I used to say down periscope so much in middle school. I had to. I know. Seriously. Like, especially if you had to get up in front of the class and do something on the board or something. Yep. So there were a lot of down periscopes. Like, down periscope? Jeez. <laughs> so the late Phil, guess when the last wow hits came out? Uh, okay, what you want me to guess? Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about... Did you find out what it stands for, by the way? It doesn't stand for anything. That's dumb. Okay, it's just, so... It just looks like now. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> and Cole, have you, wow. did you look at the albums? They literally look the same, too. <laughs> I know. That's like the exact same. Like, I don't know how that's legal. Because it's wow. <laughs> it's everything so... else Christian market does is just knock off of the real world. It's like they haven't come up with anything original in 2,000 years. All right. That's not Sorry, true. Phil's doing some math. Sist- Sistine Chapel. <laughs> yeah, but dude, original. that was a copy of some other pagan chapel. No. They haven't come up with anything new that didn't involve naked babies. <laughs> oh. Dude, there are a lot of these. That's true. All right, Phil, do your thinking. 2006. Okay, why do you say that? Uh, I, just because, like, it's got to be way after the the now music wins. I'll tell you that and that it, is true. It, I'm right? It did, it did exist way after the now music wins. That's the most accurate. recent one is... Wait, hold on. The most recent one is WoW Hits... 2021 from the future (laughs) he made future songs phil (laughs) it's already the track list is already out it's two discs um oh that's a a a prediction that's a wow hits prediction wiki there is a Um, there is a wow hits 2020 yeah (laughs) and there has been a wow hits like every year since 2001 Literally every year, they haven't check this one. out. There's, there's for a website, Jesus soccer moms everywhere. There's a, there's a website called wowhitspredictions.fandom.com where people predict what's going to be on the next wow hits. What's Jesus soccer? That sounds rad. Jesus no. soccer, no, Jesus soccer moms. <laughs> I know. Oh. oh, Jesus soccer moms. Did they sell Jesus like moms. 150,000 copies of these things? Yeah, dude. <sighs> There's a lot of old people out there buying CDs. You know they're making a yeah, WAP. Yeah, dude. The, the great thing is that like WAP as an acronym straight up means worship and praise, right? Yes. You haven't seen the, the TikTok <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, I've seen the... a couple of them, yeah. I have never seen that WAP worship and praise. It's always praise and worship. but I know, but like WAP no, there's a song. Yes. Like, had to make I understand. Movie. I'm just saying that, that's like a, it's like a made-up acronym. It's not like... Yeah, but it's close, it, though. Yeah, it's still funny. It's funny, Aaron. But it's not like when the WWF meant WW, you know, I don't know. World Wildlife Fund. Yeah. World Wrestling Federation. I used to work at a call center for that, for like nonprofits. We'd call for a bunch of different, like when I was in high school, it was the worst place ever. Um, 
but we would call for like donations for nonprofits. Like one of them was the Met, the Metropolitan Metropolitan Opera, and the World Wildlife Fund was one of the big ones. And so there was like WWF posters and stickers and stuff. And I took a I took a WWF poster in like a mm-hmm. World Wrestling Federation and hung it up in the break room. Nobody even thought it was funny. So screw those freaking hippies. That's because it was covering. It was probably covering up a picture of like some skinned animal trying to tell you to be vegan. You know, so that's most of what was in the break room. Be vegan. Whoa! If you choose to be that way. Let me ask you this question: When did now? That's what I call music. Begin. Well, I'm okay. For, the first question is: Did it ever exist on cassette tape? I don't know. I'm going to say no. It was a CD thing. Okay. And that's a guess. And then, so I'm going to say 94. Okay. That's literally, I was going to guess like 93 or 94. Tell me how am so I supposed to in the UK, in the UK, now that's what I call music. Volume one was released November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty three. Whoa! <laughs> the year I was born. Wait, Holy crap! So then, it, there's no way it's a a CD, right? It started as a tape. Yeah, it was like in the UK. Yes. Now I'm going to look at then. the United States and see when it started here. But yeah, you're right. The first US one was 1998. Ooh, oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> so, eight. It was a CD thing. <laughs> Dude, and the crazy thing is if you look at the sales of all these, they all go like three or four times platinum. I know. Like that is bonkers. <laughs> it's because you couldn't like stream stuff back then. So it's like, yeah. oh, you want all the hits in one place? You better buy heck, this. Even like the CD. freaking, a freaking now hits 2008 went platinum. That's, That's true. ridiculous. Is it just old people that buy it? Plus, why are they putting out like three a year? That's weird. I mean, I how many tracks? They go platinum and they make tons of money off of them. Yeah, like obviously. <laughs> how many tracks do they have? I don't know. But it's always like double discs, right? I think so. I never owned Those... one. I know, but what do you the mean commercials are always... I own the entire WoW series. And continue up until to. you also have the one, the 2021 that hasn't come out yet. Uh-huh. Dude, they have. <laughs> but they're just like, they're not like Kids Bop. They're just like the actual songs, right? They're just yeah. compilations. I think yeah, so. Yeah. They're just comps. Man, then I guess like, and I'm sure like 90% of the money goes to the artists, right? I would have to think so. I mean, that's how it usually works, right? I wonder, like, on something Psych. like Kids Bop, how much money goes to the artists. Well, yeah, not the artists, you know what I'm saying. Like, the artists' agents or whatever. Probably the writers get the money. If you're a songwriter, you get money for the Kids Bop. But if you're... Yeah, if you're the performer, maybe you don't. I wonder because if most of like... the people don't own the rights to their own songs because they don't write them anyway. So they're just, yeah, like, yeah. a performer. I bet there's, like, some tough conversations when it's, like okay you're on this now that I now that's what I call music and it's got like freaking Justin Timberlake on it and Bruno Mars and Maroon 5 and then 
you're you're like track 20 on it and it's like yeah you're not getting as much as those guys let's be honest here. <laughs> it's not a straight it's not a straight cut maybe it is um so cole yeah can you explain to me what sean is making for you from gun street wiring shop uh because i wasn't paying attention i cannot was he saying that's what all of them are going to be or just mine i hope no just yours so so here's what he said that we all wanted different things yeah i'll do you want me to read it yeah, read it. So we're talking about Sean Arbo from Gunstry Wiring Shop, who is making us harnesses for our Mustangs. Sean Arbo. Our Mustwangs. Our bro. Mustwang. Splurge. St- so Phil. Custom. So it has. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I, it can either do the North Coils in series or the South Coils in series, which will be like two humbucker-ish sounds. Fourth position is North Coils in series with South Coils. That doesn't even make sense. Like they're in parallel with the two North Coils are in parallel with each other and then in series with the two South Coils. Wait, what? Okay. Fourth position. Oh, the fourth position on the switch, I think, because it's... Oh, it's a rotary switch. I just barely noticed that. (laughs) It's a rotary switch? I think so. It's got to ask us if we were fine with rotary switches. (laughs) We said yes, so... Oh, dear, I forgot that. I would have said no. Now, but now I got to get like a freaking, like a chicken head knob. Is that what they're called? Or chicken? No, the knobs that you have should be good if they fit because they have like the indicator on there. I'm talking about the switch, not the knobs. I'm talking like the switch is now a rotary switch. switch. (laughs) So I need to have like one of those. You need another knob. I mean, it looks like it. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Is that what it's called? A chicken? Chicken head knob sounds like custom coil switching. North coils in series. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so I don't, I don't actually totally. So he's saying like, here's what he's saying. It's the the north coil of each pickup in series together. Yeah. And then the I South understand those ones. I'm saying the fourth, the fourth position. I don't get. And then I think fourth position is just like regular, regular. Each pickup is like in series with itself. I don't think that's what yes. he's saying. Yes, you need that knob. Fourth position is north coils in series with south coils. Oh, and I guess yeah, I, I need right. that. Well, I guess I need that knob too. Like Maybe. each north coil with its it's, respective south coil. I don't know. But I don't know if that's true. You'll have to figure it out and see what the heck is happening when it happens. But then do you not have normal functionality of your pickups? Yeah, like what if I just want one of the pickups to be on? a bridge humbucker. <laughs> yeah, if I want that, I'll just play one of my other guitars. I guess that's true. To be fair, I don't you actually... Did, you did. You guys did tell him to make it super weird. Yeah. I don't actually own a humbucker guitar. I mean, I I have like a guitar with wide range humbuckers and one with filtertrons, but oh, yeah. I don't own one with just like. We said normal. weird, but we oh, said. So I should say as an up. Oh, go ahead. Phil. Well, we said weird, but we both said, but also functional. I mean, it's functional. It's going to work. Know if, I don't even know if I said functional. It will work. It's just going to not I mean, be like a normal guitar. So speaking of weird, but not functional, the pickups that I ended up getting. 
are <laughs> awesome. Let me go look up exactly what they're called. You know, there's that there's that website called um, eBay. Yeah, Electronic you, Bay. You know what? You need less eBay and more Mail Bay. <laughs> so you you might have. Uh, there's a website called Guitar Parts Online, and they sell uh, Dragonfire pickups. Have you guys heard of Dragonfire pickups? I had seen them before. No, but I love the name. They're kind of What's like the their website? house brand. They're kind of like the GFS stuff. It's just called Guitar Parts Online. Guitar Parts, okay. And it looks awesome. It looks like it was made 20 years ago, the website itself. But I got these pickups on Reverb. I just looked for red pickups. <laughs> and uh, because, oh, well, first, why did, I, why did I start looking for red pickups? Which ones, like, it was were the, the ones that I was going to get and they fell through? You yeah, were going to get those some... invaders. Oh, yeah. Fetch. Yeah. So Justin Sveck found Justin some. Justin Svech. Is that what it is? No. But no. Just because you said fetch. Fetch. <laughs> uh, someone locally was selling some Seymour Duncan invaders that were red and they looked so cool. But then it ended up like it just fell through the guy. He, I don't know what the. It was like, oh, stuff came up and I can't do it. And then he pulled down the listing. So who knows? But um, but it kind of made me want some red pickups. And so I found these on Reverb for cheap. And they are quad rail, dragon fire quad rail pickups. So they look like, I mean, they look like two hot rails pickups, meaning like a hot rails for a strat that has two rails in it yeah. side by side. So each pickup four has rails. four <laughs> rail magnets in it yes they are insane and so like the normal like dc resistance on a normal like single coil pickup is like less than 10k and humbuckers are usually like in like the low tens i think man i I know so little about humbuckers these the dc resistance on them is like 25k (sighs) That seems so really like high. <laughs> super high output. Oh my gosh. I'm looking on their website right now and they have a, a black um, wide range humbucker in a regular case. And I'm kind of tempted to buy that. Dragonfire. Oh, really? Are they any good? The Dragonfire ones? Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I like stuck them in the pit guard, but I haven't like plugged them in yet. Because they're not like cheap. I mean, they're more expensive than like GFS or something. Yeah, yeah. If you guys know, if anyone knows out there, how good? Okay, these are, so like, so know. like Seymour Duncan JBs, which is like a very common, uh, very common humbucker. Mm-hmm. The DC resistance is like sixteen k. So, so yeah, twenty five is pretty high. Yeah, that's so weird. Trimbucker. Did you? Did you type in chicken head? Yeah, do you uh, know the difference between a bridge humbucker and a trembucker? I don't I think the trembucker is just their neck humbucker, honestly. It's not because Oh, it's because it's the spacing. <clears throat> it's cuz okay. like it's cuz like uh Floyd Rose guitars have what any even like Fender guitars. It's like it's the Ibanez calls it F spacing or maybe not Ibanez. 
Yeah, but I've seen the F spacing. Yeah, that's what so, that, I think it's the same thing. Because I noticed they have, on some of their options, they have neck, bridge, trambucker. Yeah. Apparently, they don't even make a JB for the neck. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> the JB, Apparently. yeah, they do. Oh, no, they don't. What? It's got to be an error, right? Maybe not. Maybe like that's maybe that's specifically a bridge pickup. Yeah. Like, well, because they usually do like the the set the is 59. like the JB and the fifty nine, right? Yeah, and I think the fifty nine is usually the neck, and the JB is the bridge, or the JB and the jazz or something. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that sounds like a seventies private eye show. JB and the jazz. JB and jazz. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it's JB and the jazz people. No, that sounds like a morning. It's JB yeah. and the Jazz on the nines. <laughs> Most popular pickup of all time. Let's see here. The JB's always sounded right. That's so weird that it's only a bridge, though. Maybe okay, I put so an active pickup in my Mustang. Cool. I thought about that because they make uh, GFS. What about GFS has like a whole range of active pickups too, which oh, look nice. kind of cool. Aaron, what about that red? Oh, that one that you were um that you sent us that was like a matte black yeah so that was um i think that was the pearly gates that i was looking yeah. at yeah that's also a very popular pickup which is so, like it's um the dude from zz top zz top yeah it's his signature billy pickup. gibbons gibson dude is it billy if, gibbons if it'll make it you the other guy from if it'll make you play and sound I like i think it is zz top I believe you. You should get it. It will not. Will it make your guitar spin around on your belt? Yes. Okay. Deal. Dude, freaking <laughs> hit that hard. Billy Gibbons. It's based on like a specific humbucker that was in one I of think, his. Yeah, yeah. Then like one of his old 59 Muscles or something. Yeah. She knows how to use him. It sucks because the first, the first, well, Justin Sveck posted a couple weeks ago that he picked up some stuff to flip and one of them was a set of like bare knuckle pickups Uh and and by the time i finally made up my mind to buy him i should have done it sooner he had just sold him to somebody else and so i was really bummed and then i I like to think he's just invaders i like to think he's just trolling you now screwing i know pickups like oh look at this picture Check out these pickups pickups i found look how cool they look Oh, I want to pick him up for you. Sorry, can't, dude. Like, made some fake account so he could message himself. (laughs) So, Cole, where did you the the picture that you sent of the chicken head knob? Where did you find that picture? Just on Google Images. Oh, okay. Because guitarfetish.com sells a white chicken head knob and a black chicken head knob. They don't have red, though. I know I wanted red so bad. Red would be but, so yeah. You could look. I just googled red chicken head knob. I can get ten but, of them on eBay. But guitar, but guitar fetish though. I don't care if it's guitar fetish. And why does it need to be that? Uh, because I'm going to place an order with guitar fetish. And uh, okay, okay. I'll put it all well, together. Like, throw it in there. Yes. I mean, part of it, like you kind of. You, you, one thing you need to know is like the shaft diameter 
Yeah. That's that's something we all need to know, but I'm pretty sure they're quarter inch solid shafts. That's what he he usually uses. But for the rotary yeah, switch, but he doesn't I don't usually know. use freaking rotary switches. Did he send you a picture? Maybe you can look at it in the picture. Maybe you can it's see. just the back of it. Okay, so these guitar fetish ones say set screw, so they easily replace strat tele. Oh, those are split shaft. And can replace the knobs on most foot pedals. If they're split shaft, you probably don't want something with a set screw. So it looks like the knobs are split shaft and the switch is solid. Oh, yeah, the switch is solid. Yeah, the knobs are split shaft because they're... It's honestly hard to find solid shaft push-pull knobs. That's why oh, they're... Right, they're push-pull. Yeah, because they're all kinds of weird nonsense. So I'm going to have two... <laughs> you have so pull. much crap going on on this two guitar. push pull knobs and freaking rotary switch it's gonna be so many options mine's gonna be like pick up pick up tone dude like I, I thought, guitar. pick it up pick i it thought up. you were <laughs> i thought you were thinking about getting one uh one pickup one pickup yeah i thought about it and then um, Ed sent me this neck pickup, the Surf the Dream. I think it's the Surf a, the Dream. I can't. Ed, I don't know if it's a Dream ninety or a Mean ninety. I think it's the Dream ninety, but it's this guy. Ed here. sent you. Ed but sent it's one you of the GFS. It's, it's one a GFS P ninety pickup. He Ed sent you a, a a pickup for free. What well, I had to. I had to it? agree to use it. Was the payment? So let me get this straight. That's a, that's a pretty. <laughs> it's not let a very tall this, order. Let me get this straight. We like, all got these thousand dollars, but you have to agree to spend it. <laughs> we all got these guitars, uh-huh. and so far, Aaron has had two people. <laughs> well, send and him here's why. Stuff. Let me send explain him. to you why. I still, I freaking love that you got black string trees. It's because it's, they're both specific things that I had mentioned on the podcast that I wanted. He did say he wanted a a humbucker size P90. So I said, I wanted, I was talking about the dream 90. So then he said, Oh, I have one laying around. I'll send it to you. And then same thing with the black string trees. I mentioned them. And then he's like, Oh, I have these. If you want them, I'll send them to you. Josh Marmon. Dude, he freaking wished it into existence. Yeah. yeah, it's a secret, guys. You guys oh, aren't secret. saying. Dang it, it's called the secret. He's secret. But see, it. when Cole talks about pickups, he's like, oh, should I get them? Should I not get them? So he's sending out negative vibes into I'm the a... universe. And so by the time he makes up his mind, they're gone. Okay. Okay. So don't okay. blame me. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay, listen. Blame yourself. Quiet. Blame yourself. Very quiet. I want blame yourself. a red chicken head knob. <laughs> yeah. Red I think it'd be head. great if you had chicken head knobs. No. One, one red chicken head nope, knob. Ten of them. My rotary them. You can get one for six dollars right now on Amazon. But see, you're not saying now. You're not saying it with pure thoughts. Now you're saying it like hoping someone will send it to you. Shut up, Aaron. I'm just saying. Yeah, Aaron. You can't force these things. I'm not forcing it, Aaron. So here's the thing, though. Now you're not well, because you can't. I actually really like the knobs. On it's it. unforceable. It has like the like what would you call them they're like amp knobs kind of 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a name for them that I don't know. Yeah. They're kind of like a little mushroom. They're like MXR style knobs. Yeah. But I like them. They're actually oh, the same crap. ones. They're the same ones that <laughs> on all the little stinkers. Oh, nice. But it makes me think like, well, if you're going to do a red switch, you got to do red knobs too. What are they called? Okay, wait a minute. So you well, can they're get also one... on like. Cool. Jack's on Amazon. Guess. On Amazon, you can get one red chicken head knob for six ninety nine. You could get twelve for nine ninety nine. Bro, you need twelve chicken head knobs, obviously. I, <laughs> I think I do. I think every guitar I own needs <laughs> needs like a couple chicken red knob. chicken head knobs. <laughs> chicken. Chicken or one or your freaking amp. Oh, right across the board, all of them. You have a what amps do you have? You have a, a freaking a blues Princeton, right? No. Oh. What do you think? I'm a rich person or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't you? <laughs> no, uh, blues junior, and. And I have, dude, I still have that. I just, I was just looking at my, my amp cabinet, my gear, my gear uh, armoire. And uh, I was like, oh, I still have that VH or what is it called? VHT, special six. Yeah, I still have that special six head. And I like. Do you not use it? Have you not used it in a long time? No. Freaking. I I need to sell it. Look. Look what I on freaking send Stumac. it to me for free. I promise I'll use it. Yeah, Phil, payment. come on, oh, dude. Aaron, you were just talking about wanting that exact <laughs> amp head. I was. I feel compelled to mail it to you. <laughs> hey, it's not yeah, my Phil, fault. Mail it to him. Mail it to him like like tomorrow. to send me things. Yeah, Phil will send it tomorrow, Aaron. Hey, I just sent you an interface. You did not have to mail it. All you did was go That's like this. True. If you had to mail it, that wouldn't. I had to pay for it. Look at those. Look at that's from Stumac that I just sent you. They they literally oh, sell those fluted like knobs. They're red. No, well, no, you just choose on the side which ones you want. Uh, oh, oh, that's. But they happen picture. to have the only colors they have are black and red. How perfect is that? Those are the GHG JHS uses those knobs sometimes. But they have set screws on them. Uh, well, you could because these are pedal knobs. So those are probably like one eighth. Shaft. Oh yeah, small fluted. Fluted. Fluted fluted. Knobs. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, those probably are really small. That would be pretty hilarious if they were small like the like the MXR ones. Like the really small. Those little like the, yeah, those like the ones on the Keeley, uh what's that Keeley? <laughs> the little the teeny 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 tiny ones the yeah. little yeah the original caverns or like on the free on the green day pedal yes but those are like the green day pedal is tiny the ones on the caverns are meant to have mm-hmm. another, other knobs like stuck on them do you remember that yeah that was such a weird thing or like you could but you didn't have to yeah yeah so the shaft diameter on those small fluted knobs is, oh, it's for quarter inch solid shafts and the diameter uh, of the knob is three, 
three quarters of an inch. So they're that. Those aren't that small. Those are like normal pedal size. Yeah. Oh, well, they have mini too. They have small and mini. Mm. Dude, I'm putting some red knobs on there. They're like bright red too. It might be hard to match. Like I'm going to end up with like four different colors of red on my guitar, but that's okay. That's okay. Oh, because the pickups. But I wonder if, I wonder if that'll look better with a, if I should just stick with a white pick guard. Or weren't you weren't you thinking about? I was thinking uh, about getting like a red mirror pick. Guard. Yes. <laughs> Damn it! That sounds so insane. Dumb. But it'll look ridiculous with a bunch of other red stuff on it. If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there, five-way. It's great. have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot, brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product, and I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch coal in the face that's my guarantee check it out right now at gunstreetwiringshop.com guys i, I have to tell I you about i need something. to get black perloid i have to tell you about something speaking of the dookie pedal check out this pedal that that mxr just released it's called the mxr fod drive pedal tell me if this sounds familiar it's a two-channel overdrive distortion pedal with crunch and high gain channels individual gain and volume controls, three-way mid-scoop, and global tone control. Um, what it is is, okay, <laughs> tap into the sound of two blistering guitar amplifiers with a single pedal. MXR carefully analyzed two heavily modded guitar amplifiers, <laughs> one amplified for heavily scooped high-gain tones, the other for extreme mid-range punch. The result was an epic wall of guitar tone, and the FOD drive packs that tone into a convenient stomp box. Each amp has its own gain and volume controls, Tweak them individually, then balance them with the blend control just like you would on a mixing board. Sound familiar yet? Yeah. That's the um, Green Day pedal. They remade the Green Day pedal without the Green Day graphics. And it's do you think 169. They... I think it's literally the same pedal. I think it's the exact yeah, it same circuit. Be. It has the same so, four knobs and the switch. Okay, so the only reason that they would do that is because they completely overestimated or like, or I mean, they're still like, selling the green day pedal too. Yeah. They still sell the green day pedal. They just want to not give any money to green day. I mean, Oh, yeah. oh crap. <laughs> so it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's the green day pedal, but isn't FOD. Is that a green day song? FOD. I don't think yeah, so. it is a song. It's a song by green day. Is it really? I thought it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It's on, on Dookie. Dookie. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. F O D. I hope you had the F O D. I hope you had the F of your D. So that's it's like that's hilarious because now it's like this is the great the Dookie sound, but it doesn't say Green Day or Dookie on it. That is so weird, and it doesn't mention Green Day anywhere in the listing. No. The Green Day pedal, the scoop is just a switch, actually, or a, a button. 
Oh, so this one has, you can do scoop. It's flat scoop or boost. The scoop is just the switch. But the gain and volume controls are on the inside, right? What the heck? On the dookie pedal? This seems like they're currently doing business with them, and then it seems like they're also (laughs) trying to screw them. Yeah, I'm sure they right. like. I'm sure they know. You're sure? That's that's, oh, no, cool. Aaron. Aaron, maybe they don't know. And you look, if you go them. on Sweetwater, if you scroll down to the similar things, the Green Day pedal is the first thing. Well, that's how I found it because I I googled the Dookie pedal and Sweetwater, <laughs> and both of them showed up. It's so weird. The graphics on the new Green Day one are so dumb, though. I like, I like that. The, yeah, Aaron, the, I'm not sure what your new album. I'm not sure what you're saying, but it sounds like you're saying the Dookie. The Dookie. Oh, no. the Dookie. But it sounds like you're saying the Dookie, and I like it. <laughs> the Dookie. The Dookie. Uh, the Dookie. The Dookie. <laughs> I was looking for the Dookie. I did it all for the Dookie. <laughs> so <you can> take <laughs> <a> dookie. <laughs> Let's take it up here. Yeah, let's take it up here. <laughs> no, don't stick it up. Like, take yeah. it out. Take it out, you're yeah. Unless it's and, like sticking it up there to like cure some like parasite. And wipe it off have. your yeah. Wipe it off your yeah. <laughs> wipe it off your yeah. Uh, Isn't it weird that there are like parasites that are cured by injecting poop into your butt? Never heard of that, but it is weird. You haven't? No. Yeah, it's like like if somebody else like somebody else's poop that has like the bacteria that you uh, need. it's like a like a inoculation. Yeah, yeah, so like I had a friend, uh, a Burnigan like friend. Is going. Yes, yes. Well, so a Burnigan friend, Cole, who went on a uh, mission vacation um, and came back and had some like, I don't know if you could say parasite, maybe not parasite, but was like very sick and yeah. for months, months, very sick. And they were going to the doctor and then, and like nothing was working. And then somebody said, you know what? You should eat yogurt because it contains live cultures and those cultures are like good for you. They literally ate a Yoplait yogurt and felt like within like, like almost instantly, like whatever it was over, done, gone. That's crazy. On the flip side. Oh, oh, wait, but I forgot one part of the story. They didn't (laughs) eat it. They shoved it up their butt. Oh, but I forgot one key. part of the story. That is a key I'm distinction. That part was a joke. With a chicken a baster? <laughs> they, on the flip side, there's like these, this like, I don't know if it's parasite again, but some kind of something uh, that you can get that is more common in areas where like you actually get it from like walking around in feces, you know? So like mm. in impoverished... You know, like- like impoverished do. areas, but it uh, it like cures allergies basically because it it causes anemia, but because it like basically slows down your body, it like kind of compromises your immune system slightly. But allergies are like in some ways your immune system overacting, you know. And so there are like these people who have gone and gotten these. They're like actual like worms, like you can see them or whatever and have gotten infested with these worms and then they like sell them to people who are trying to cure their allergies. Like they pick them out of their own poop and sell them to other people to go then shove up their butts and become infected with this is or eat maybe real twisted. 
You probably there's this is like a freaking this American Life episode. Let's be honest. You probably don't have to shove them up your butt. You just put them near your butt, and I bet they just like, hey, cool, and then they just climb right up there. <laughs> they jump in, yeah. They jump in. They're like because they hop right in. Yeah, <laughs> the water's fine. <laughs> well, you know what they say: you can lead a poop to butt, but you can't make it drink <laughs> <can't>. the butt. <laughs> no. That's not what they say. You can't make it shove itself up the butt. You can lead a poop worm to a butthole, but you can't make him. I don't know. Dude, have you. So, you know, like, this is a real thing, but I saw it in a movie where they have, like, the. If you have, like, a tapeworm in your stomach. This right? is a real thing that I saw in the movie. <laughs> No, they, you can't pull it out. Well, I mean, you can, but you have to get it out first. So what they do is you're they'll like, like... So are you like talking louder now? Because you're like... <laughs> I got really excited. Yeah. Flipping. Okay, <laughs> calm down. Or move your microwave from your mouth a little they'll bit. Like, they'll like hold food in front of your mouth. Yes. And then the worm and will... And then like it like finds its way protrude. up? No, yeah. dude. Yeah, and it comes out of your mouth. No, and just like... grab it, it and pull it out. Okay, also, I... I okay. That is not real. It's I, real. No, this is... This is real. I saw it in a movie know. about a, a about a tsunami. Was was it about a aliens? Story. He saw, he it was based on a true story. So I read a book about a missionary. Um, <laughs> was it Fox's and, Book of Martyrs? No. Um, and the dude like went to the jungle and he was like trying to find this tribe, and then he couldn't find them. He got he literally got lost in the jungle trying to find this tribe, and he was like like losing weight. You know, he'd been in the jungle for days and Lucky. at one point he fell asleep up against a tree and he's like, I'm just going to die here. And he fell asleep up against the tree and he had, a, he was having a dream that a butterfly was coming out of his mouth No, and he woke up and the freaking tapeworm that he had caught somewhere along the was way coming out of his mouth. was starving and was like, I'm out of here and was crawling out of his mouth and he grabbed it and started yanking on it. And it was like three feet long and he pulled yep. the whole thing out. Yep. And hucked it into the jungle. Yep. See, Cole? This is what they do. They starve you, and then they put food in front of your mouth, and then they wrap the thing out. There's this picture in India of doctors removing a six-foot tapeworm. Cool. Oh, no. Wait, did you Google that just now? Yeah. I don't want to do that. After complaints of tolerable. Man. They performed so a colonoscopy. You know Get this. They performed oh. a colonoscopy and discovered part of the worm. So the worm was like all the way down there in his intestines and also up in his stomach. I mean, I guess those two. All up in his guts. Not necessarily that far apart, but yeah, it was all up in them guts. First of all, <laughs> that is freaking gross. That phrase, I agree. <laughs> no, the tapeworm. I'm not sure which is more gross, actually. The worm is grosser. Are you sure? Yeah. It's pretty gross, Phil. <laughs> all up in dim guts. <laughs> you said all up in dim guts. <laughs> all up in dim guts. Dim guts. <laughs> all up in them guts. It sounds like some like gator person. Yes. <laughs> a gator person. <laughs> a gator person. That's the politically correct term for like a swamp person from the south. Yes, gator people. Yeah, like the <laughs> gator like, like people the dude, the world. Like that the Cajun guy in uh Waterboy. Waterboy. 
Which one? <laughs> Gator Man. Gator Man. The one that doesn't man, speak oh English, man, really? Man. Yeah. Oh, man. The one who was, uh, like, twisting his own nipples at the end. I think I'm going to buy one of these uh, FOD pedals. That sounds great. Why? Because it's I'm going to freaking sell my Dookie pedal and get one of those. Like, why not? It, it comes really out October 1st. It's cheaper. It's red, and it says FOD on it. You know what FOD stands for? Yeah. Father of the bride. What does it stand for, Phil? <laughs> uh, it stands for um, Welcome to Paradise. No, it stands for Bleep, bleep Off and Die. Ooh. Classy. It's a great song, too. I love that song. Dude, these freaking Classy, Dookie pedals. Bougie, savage. Sell for. Like, I wonder if the prices are going to drop once this two comes and out. 300 bucks. I got to. I mean, they're still kind of all over the map. Because I assume this like, pedal will sell way better than the Dookie one did. Like, they're going to sell. You know, it just seems like MXR will just sell a lot of whatever they release. I guess. That I don't Dookie know. pedal, like, it seems like they kind of. They didn't market it. I, I just want to know like how that even came about. And like someone cared enough to make the pedal. It's not like Green Day was like looking for more money, I don't think. Yeah, that's true. It's like they cared enough to make the pedal, but not enough to actually market it, it seems like. It's it got like a ton of hype in guitar circles, at least, like before it was released and at NAM, and then yeah. it just like died. And when they actually released oh. it, no one heard about it. Because remember, it part took forever for them to actually let it put it out. Part of it was because it leaked. I think yeah. the initial thing well, it was leaked. leaked yeah, right? it, because he posted it, or was it him that posted oh, it? Oh, yes, no. it was. <laughs> You're and then he wasn't supposed right. to. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't supposed to. Billy That's Joe was right. like, hey, this is cool. And they're like, Which, well, I guess we're not, telling people about it. That makes me not feel bad about it at all. If that's what, like, torpedoed their sales, then it's like, well. Well, because they probably just, like, sent it to him. And he's like, oh, cool. Check out this <laughs> dope thing I got. <laughs> I live my life without consequences, so I'm just going to post this picture. Because I'm rich and famous. He's been doing, he does this, like, series of, like, um, videos. Events. They're like cover songs that he does it records at home and last week he released a version of that thing you do oh really yeah it's cool it's pretty straightforward but it sounds cool oh he does no it's called no fun mondays so like he puts out a cover song every monday that's pretty cool yeah it's cool i like green day me too i know it's they're not very popular but i like them so what he does it like no fun there. Mondays, like if like since since the pandemic, kind of like I'm stuck at home, I might as well kind of thing. Yeah, like a, a lot of musicians are doing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But his are just like they're like fully produced songs. That reminded me of those videos, those videos that Goldfinger did. Oh yeah. yeah, those were fun. And then thinking of Goldfinger, you know what that reminded me of, Aaron? Goldfinger, freaking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two oh, yeah, that just dude. came out. That was like one of the first songs that played when I loaded up the demo. And oh, nice! So the first one that I heard was well, maybe it was that too. It must have been. It was ska. Yeah, um, there's a real big fish song in there too. 
There's a new MX, one of the new MXPX songs is on there. Yeah, too. that MXPX song is good too. I like that, that. album. Is, that album is good that they put out like a year or two ago. I think last year. And it also their has, best one in a long time. It has like some of the original, like it has "You" by Bad Religion, and it has. Uh, yeah, it's a good mix of it has old like and the new. Boy Who Destroyed the World by AFI, which is awesome. But for all those who haven't checked it out, go check out Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. It's really good. I played it for like four hours yesterday, even though I shouldn't have. <laughs> Why know. should you not have? I don't know, because I should have been like doing something with my life. <laughs> but, but you were. I was playing video games. But you were chasing your joy. Wait, what is it called? Investing, investing. in your own joy. Yeah, you were investing in your joy. It's true. And it did make me joyful. I'm glad. See, there you go. <laughs> hey, I have a question for you guys. No BD. Do you guys ever play in alternate tunings? Never. I used to a lot. I used to do open tunings a lot when I played acoustic. You ever do it in on electric? Not really. I mean, I'll do like drop D. But that's right. You know, barely. I guess that's technically an alternate tuning. I was thinking about like having getting one of my guitars and like setting it up in an alternate tuning it's not a bad idea just for fun open tunings are fun because it's so easy to just make chords but they wouldn't they'd be weird for lead stuff obviously so i know a lot of like a lot of the emo bands like in the early like, yeah, like dashboard use like all open tunings it seemed like yeah but even like um like american football and like some of those like midwest or midwest emo bands they would play like open c yeah and they would play all those weird like tapping riffs and stuff you know yeah yeah so i've always thought that would be fun or what i was thinking about is taking like the tajima that i got and just putting it in d standard and just and putting like and having it set up for that so that it actually plays well yeah yeah yeah. i think that would be fun Hmm. you might have to cut the nut Oh yeah, too much bigger. Yeah, uh, that's what I heard. That's what I hear. That's what I heard. You heard? That's what I heard. You heard? Anyway, I just thought of that. Uh, I thought of that because uh, Mark Mark Swartz Swartz Mark Swartz Mark Swartz. Um, <laughs> that's not <what> posted <laughs> in our group that he he said he accidentally discovered a new open tuning and it's all d sharps because <laughs> <laughs> every string is a d sharp <laughs> stupid and i love it this guy one of my favorite artists is named dave wilcox and he's like a folk like singer songwriter uh-huh. kind of guy he's like one of those guys who like tells stories before his songs and stuff like that you know when he plays yeah and he changes tunings every song Oh, so, so he'll be like, like talking and changing the tuning. Jeez. <clears throat> and he has he has like a signature rain song guitar because they're known for being because carbon fiber guitars are very stable tuning wise, you know. Right. They just don't move very much. But it's pretty it's pretty crazy to watch him change it live. But it's also like I don't know. It's an interesting parlor trick, but it's like maybe just like find a tuning that works and go with it. <laughs> you see those guys who like will play a song 
and they're like moving the tuners as they while they play to like bend notes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I kind of hate that. Yeah. <laughs> he David Wilcox has a song where he moves the capo mid song. Oh. I, when I was a teenager, I thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> is he it also like does a, a lot? Does he like modulate up like, to different key or what? It's just like key changes. Yeah. Yeah. He also does a lot with like open capos and stuff, you know, with like capos that have some of the strings, like partial cut out strings, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Speaking of capos, I'm thinking about getting a new capo. Dude, if you tune that guitar to drop D, you could get you could get an open capo that's just open on the low string and put it on the second fret. Or if you tune it to D standard, mm-hmm. put that on the second fret and you'd be in drop D. Or I could put it in drop C. Ooh, drop C. I think you should I, want, I think you, you should literally C. just file out some of the the rubber. That's what I did to one of my what, capos. What rubber? Oh, did you really? Oh, on the capo? Yeah, yeah. I still, in I fact, you were I, still about have, <laughs> I still have that capo. Yeah, that's true. You could that do I, that. I, like, cut. It's just one of the Kaiser, you know? Yeah. Big old clampy ones. You just get, like, a exacto knife Big or something? Clampy, clampy. Yeah. I use my pocket knife, like a Boy Scout. Oh, sick. I was also thinking about, because so there's this band called American Arson. That's They're kind of like a punk band whatever um but he plays <laughs> they're not i wouldn't they're not exactly like, shut punk, up they're a punk band they're kind of punk <laughs> anyway off my back so he plays a, like a standard telecaster but he he strings it up with baritone strings and puts it in a baritone setting but it's not like a baritone <clears throat> guitar interesting so i was thinking about like messing around with that on one of my guitars and seeing if it would work no reason it wouldn't i guess i just i yeah like i don't understand i mean it seems like it shouldn't matter right no i mean there's there's, there's nothing, different scales of guitars magical, and different scales yeah, of different bases scales and, and there's like basically i mean you you want like strings that are a reasonable gauge that are comfortable to play, I guess. Yeah, and the tension, I and guess, would be the main thing. The note determines the tension, but if you just wanted lower notes, you could put higher gauge strings as long as you don't go to like some extreme, I guess. Right. Seems like that would be fun. That would be fun. The downside would be if you, but I guess you could just like cut your nut slots wider and then it would still work with yeah. smaller strings, you know? Yeah, or I mean, you just kind of dedicate yourself to that. Yeah, exactly. Or buy a new nut. Not, I mean, it's not like once the nut Nuts is cut. Are cheap. Once the nut is cut, it'll be easy to easy enough to switch them out if you wanted to. Yeah. If they're if it's not glued in. Yeah, I mean, even if it's glued, you just unglue it and then never glue it back. Yeah. It'd be hard the first time, but. Anyway, these are the things, these are thoughts that I have. This is, wait, is this an episode? This is of an episode of thoughts these are thoughts I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I started listening to that, to that Talking Heads episode and stopped for some reason. Need to go back to it. But a little hmm. birdie told me that Phil has a game to play. That's true. That birdie was Phil when you asked him if he had one. Well, no. 
Actually, you said no. So I said no, and then I said I'll, I'll work uh, on it. And then I texted you guys <laughs> and said, "Hey, I'm I can play the game now." All right. So now that Phil has absolved himself of his past silence, because <laughs> we know that he was actually making a game, I think we should play that game as Cole Check suggested. Okay. Oh, before we do, there's my capo. See. Oh, let me see. Wait, did I cut that thing out of? It's pretty dope. That's good for the audio listeners at home. Yeah. It's good for me who's not looking at it too. Oh. Let me see yeah, it again. There you go. See? Put it up. Put it up I again. Just cut Hold the up. low E out of it. Oh yeah. You could have just like slid the rubber thing up. It doesn't. It it's it's just like it's glued, Aaron. Oh, no oh it's not that kind. Never mind. This is like a 20. You couldn't have done that. But you also could have put it plus. underneath and just done the, no, you know, the higher the five strings. It on isn't, the thing that holds it on isn't oh, long enough. It wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah, have yeah. purchase. That's true. You could have, no, what you could do is just get your pocket knife out and just cut part. Exactly. Dude, this capo is more than 20 years old. Isn't that crazy? Next time. Next time, try that. Mm. Phil, I wasn't um, sure if you were going to have your game ready in time, so I also prepared part of your game. No. I'm just telling you that I did. No, you did not. Um, yes, I did. Okay. So You can't tell me what I did. Before we begin the do. game, Cole, do uh, this person. Cole, yes? the, that power supply that, was it Noah suggested? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Like, should I do that? Should Aaron do that? I'm not doing that. Oh, then why I should know. I do it? It's hard no to one know said you what's should. inside of a power supply. I, that's part of why I like chocks because I know they use really high quality toroidal transformers. They usually do, I think, <clears throat> which are very immune to RFI and stuff. So I would. All the AFI, like uh, all their straight exactly. edge, vegan <laughs> garbage. They're very They're immune. To totally long, immune to it. Long black hair and pale skin. Hey, Mr. <clears throat> Take my life. You need, to have, you, need to find, you need to have an AFI reference that's not so obvious mainstream, Phil. Sorry. That's like my, our God is an awesome God. He no, that's what makes the joke good. Is that, that was your, that was your go-to okay. Burnigan song. I don't have to be cool all the time, Cole. <laughs> that has been proven. <laughs> that experience has shown us. Okay. This is the international hit game. Guess that pedal review just so you know first, i did actually find a review first so don't review say no when i say Jonathan that I did it w because i did Wallach. it and you can't make me not have done it aaron and you can't Jonathan stop me from saying that i did w it and you can't Wallach. ignore me can't ignore me. Shut up, Aaron. This episode of the Gear Slum is brought to you by the Sinusoid Sable. The Sable is the newest addition 
to the sinusoid lineup of signature products. Sable's great. I have one. All the guys have one, and we love it. It's become my favorite cable pretty much immediately. It's got this cool matte finish. Feels great in your hand. Wraps very easily. It's got a tiny bit of grip, but it's not as tacky as the Slate. Apparently, it's got some really cool things going on, like a PVC jacket, braided copper shield, conductive carbon electrostatic shield. So you get all this coverage to block out noise and interference. All of that means is that it sounds great. It's super clear. And it's basically the best cable that has ever been made by anybody at any time in any situation. If you don't have a sinusoid sable yet, you need to get one. Also, if you're a member of the Street Crew, you get an extra 10% off all the time. So join us. Give us some money on Patreon. We'll give you a code. You can get 10% off all your sinusoid swag. Get a sable. You will not regret it. I promise you. I guarantee it. That's my guarantee. If you don't like it, I will punch Phil in the face. It's a five-star review titled, The Search for the Perfect Flanging Device Ends Here. Reviewed in the United States on June 28, 2018. I needed to add a flanger to my gigging board and have tried many other Sorry, many over the last several months. It seemed that each flanger I tried did one thing well, but couldn't do multiple things well. My search is now over. The blah, 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 blah is easily the most robust and versatile flashing device I've ever used. This is the real deal. You will need to spend a good amount of time dialing it in to your rig, as this is not a plug-and-play pedal. With that said, it's worth the extra time. Amazing pedal, highly recommended. Okay, I'm very upset at Aaron for distracting me so much that I said the name of the freaking effect accidentally. Yes. And Aaron's busy pouting now because I muted him. He couldn't. He couldn't stand you not acknowledging something he said, even though that's literally the theme of this podcast: is <laughs> him not acknowledging things that you say. <laughs> uh, just for our listeners, I was having issues, and the hosting ability went to Cole. So Cole is the one me. who muted Aaron. Not me. I know it would be funnier if it was me. I'm not sure if it's funnier that it was cold this time or not. I'm okay with it being me. Are you going to come back, Aaron, or are you going to pout like a little baby? I think he's still muted. <laughs> oh, He is so. still muted. But he can unmute himself. Oh, Maybe not. Not if someone mutes you. <laughs> no, actually, is it a, is Cole it has the ability time? to... When Cole, when the host mutes, you can say, give them the ability to unmute themselves or not. So is it a Bubbletron? It is not. Is it a BF2? Um, Is it a a fancy thing? It It is on the fancier side, yes. Take my life. Aaron's scrolling. That makes me think he's searching for one. Aaron, do you have any guesses? 
No, I wasn't. Did not hear. (laughs) So flanger is all I know. But I counted so hard he took off his guesses about flangers. Is it? Aaron, what you need to know is this guy thinks this is the best flanger ever created. Yeah. Is it the, you gotta the take MXR the Eddie Van Halen flanger? It's not a plug and play. It's not a plug. Yes, that's a good. That's also a good clue. You have to dial it in. It's fancy. You take some time it, with it. So it's like a boutique. Yes. Is it the Mister Black zero zero something zero? No. Is it? Is it one of the big boutique brands? Yes. Is it a Chase Bliss flanger? No. Is it uh, Earthquaker? Yes. Is it the Earthquaker flanging device? <laughs> That's not what it's called. The flanger flangerator. Um, the flange Quaker. I what is their flanger called? I don't think we're going to be able to get this. Is it the, the pyramids? <laughs> It is the pyramid. Oh, dude, you really pulled that out of somewhere. <laughs> out of your computer screen. <laughs> I pulled it out of Google. I wouldn't have never guessed that. Dude, I didn't even know that the pyramids was a flanger. $300. Yeah, I've seen that pedal, but I genuinely didn't know it was a flanger either. And also, what kind of freaking pedal, $300 flanger pedal with two foot switches? It's got yeah, it has, tempo. it has tap tempo. It has an expression jack. <laughs> For a flanger. That's cool, though. Oh, man. Freaking get a Mobius at that point. Five presets, eight modes. Guys, do I need to get another Mobius? No, you need to get this one. I know. No, you need a Mobius. It It does more than Five presets, but they're on a rotary switch. And then it has, yeah, eight modes. Holy crap, dude. That thing's wild. Stereo, too. Dude, that's the this least thing is wild. Rating. It's true, yeah, it's truly bonkers. Holy crap! No wonder it, it is. It is technically plug and play. You just plug it in and play. But but the point of the review is that you really got to <laughs> tweak it to make it sound good with your setup. Yeah, that's really cool. You got to tweak it. You got to. It's got stereo in and out. Like yeah, it's stereo. What kind of that's that's how most stereo pedals are. No, a lot of them are stereo out, but not stereo in. I mean, not a lot of them. I think a few of them might be. But if a, if a pedal is a stereo pedal, then it should have ins and outs. Feel. Yeah, feel. Feel. Okay, my DD7. trigger. Man, I'm triggered. I have crazy this pedal is. So the DD7 doesn't because the DD7 basically it makes things stereo. It's making it stereo. It's because the no, effect No, the DD7 is does have in oh, it and does. out. Okay. Well, there you go. But even my freaking So what are we talking about? Even my badass um the L cap I believe the the input is like well, a lot of them have like a it's TRS like an, input. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that it does. Yeah. So it's like it's this obnoxious, like so the way that you can a, make it stereo in is like 
it technically is, but it's super obnoxious and it would. Yeah. Really you need a wide to... cable or you need, it's weird that more pedals. Like it's weird that for stereo pedals, it isn't more common to just use TRS because you could just get TRS patch cables on your board and just go pedal. Oh yeah. Stereo, you know, that's true. But they probably don't because everyone else doesn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. right. It's like who's going to be if, the first to do it? Yeah. Like if if a brand if a brand like well like Earthquaker devices like they've got so many pedals if they said hey in this this year all of our stereo pedals we're doing uh, yeah TRS from now on and then then it would be like enough to like get other brands to be like oh well okay maybe we should start doing it too but it would have to be have to be one of the big boys yeah like Strymon has a bunch of stuff Strymon does it on a lot of their pedals but i think for them a a part of it is because of like real estate yes exactly the iridium is the same way it's trs input and does keely do that does Teely have i don't know Teely. uh i know they do something weird where like because you know maybe not i'm thinking What's a DNM drive? The DNM drive has, I think, yeah, because the DNM drive is stereo, but it has TRS cables so or yeah. jacks. So if you use just TS jacks, then it just like isn't stereo. Yeah. But what or or something like, I forget. It's a weird thing where you can like do. It's like a it's like an effects loop of the pedal. Yeah, yeah, but it only has two jacks. Yeah, so it is. But if you it use says, TRS cables, then basically you're separating the two effects. Yeah. Which is really cool. It is an effects loop in that case, so it's not stereo, but it's... I mean, it's the same way with... Uh, what was that? The spring tank? That was the same way where you could basically... That was separate from the in and out. That's true. That's true. It is the same idea of a pedal having an effects loop, but this yeah. this is a good way to handle it on there. And it makes me think that Keyless should do that on some of their other pedals. I think they do. I think they yeah, do on a does. lot of their newer double pedals have that yeah, same functionality. I could be wrong. It's never happened before, but it, it actually there's like this whole graphic on the DNM drive website. A little uh, diagram showing how it works, and it looks—it's like a generic diagram. So oh that yeah, that applies to a bunch of their other pedals too. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, next review. Oh yeah, actually, you know, now that you say this, if you go look at all of the Keeley double pedals, they all they just all have just that have same two jacks on them, right? And in the they middle, have that huh? same TRS thing, the same diagram. Nice. Like the that's Aria. Cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. What is you the see Aria? their new one? The Aria is like a compressor and overdrive, oh, I that's believe. Right. Yeah, you're right. Um, the Aria, there's the new GE2, which is basically the Aria, but they're both germanium. Compressor and overdrive cool. are germanium. They, they put that out, and they I guess they released a new version of the Katana also. Katana. 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 Yeah, the DCR is the same. Yeah, a lot of the, the all the new single ones. There you go. Double ones Apparently are. that's going to become a thing. That's very cool. That's really cool because... Well, it, really, it really only works 
to like use an actual TRS to TRS cable if it is stereo. Because if it's like the effects loop thing, then it doesn't really like you wouldn't put the DNM drive in front of a stereo delay and run the TRS out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's not stereo; it's an effects loop. But I bet some of those Keeley pedals. Right, but what you can do is, I think the main thing they do it for is like if you're using a switching system. Yeah, you can separate the two effects and like split them into different places or turn them on and off independently. Yes, exactly. Sorry, Phil. It's okay. I think we I think we nailed that first one, obviously. Are you ready for the next review? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Second reviews by Ryan M. This is a four star review uh, titled High Quality, Great Artwork, Rock and Roll Tap uh, Tempo Takes Practice. Reviewed in the United States, February 17th, 2020. Solid build quality and great look. There's a lot packed on to its relatively small footprint. The quality of the hi-fi and lo-fi settings is impressive. The only reason I didn't give it five stars is because the tap tempo requires a hold on the foot switch before it's activated which I was a little clunky with out of the box. Practice was critical to proficiency. I love That's everything this lesson. company makes, and I hope they continue to refine the repeat functionality of the foot switch because the sound quality is excellent. Oh, uh, I like that, though, as a life lesson. Practice what does it say? Practice is something to proficiency. Practice was critical to proficiency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it like a, oh, it has a high fine lo-fi setting. It's a delay. Yes. Is it like a carbon copy? No. Is it a is digital it a, delay? Is it a flashback? Uh, it is not a flashback. Uh, is it a? Di- I mean, isn't everything digital these days? No. Not the analog stuff. Oh, is it a? Is it the Chase Bliss? It's not Chase Bliss. It's a delay. Oh crap! What's the one I'm thinking of? Is it an Empress? It is not. Oh, it's a single foot switch. Single foot switch. Mm -hmm. Delay. Is it a boutique brand? It's not a boutique brand. Mm. Is it it the Seymour Duncan Vapor Trail? No. Oh, is it an Electro Harmonix? It is not. Is it a Boss? It is not. Is it a brand that we will have heard of? 100%. So Ibanez? It is not. 
delay. What color is it? Uh, cream. Is it like small or is it normal sized? It is. Um, it, it, it's a standard footprint. So five toes. So one foot switch, how many knobs does it have? This is a good question. It has two normal knobs and then two double knobs. So I guess for a total of Centric. six. Is it a DOD? It is not DOD brand. It sounded like but, there was, you were going to add something to that. It's not DOD but, brand. But what? It's DOD. Is, oh, is it, a, is it a, whatchamacallit? Digitech? Uh, it is way Digitech. Huge? Is it way huge pedal? Oh, Digitech. Oh, oh Digitech. crap. What is that thing? It's a delay. Oh, never had it's, the delay. oh it's, the, it's the one. The, the robot oh, one? Yeah, the one. The one They had that whole series of pedals. That is had it the Dirty Robot? Knobs. It is not Digitech, called a dirty robot. Digitech. Oh. Uh, it's the one that has like, it has like, it looks like tattoo art almost. Like, or it has like pretty. Mm. It's the one that came with those rubber. Remember those rubber things that you stick over the knobs to keep them from moving? Well, I had the, re, the reverb one. Yeah, what was the reverb called? The reverb is called the Polara. Polara. Digitech. Uh, Polara, Polara. Digitech Obscura, is that it? It is the Obscura. Obscura. <laughs> is I that, had that um, pedal, and I actually really liked it, but I agree about the tap tempo. Wait, you had this pedal? I had it. Yeah, because they were like they were really cheap at one point. Yeah, and, they were like and, ninety-nine bucks or something. And and like Holy in crap. my search for a pedal, it like kind of ticked all the boxes. It had kind of it had a couple different settings. It had like an analog and digital setting, I think. Um, and it had tap tempo. Kind of. Remember when I was, yeah, exactly. When Is I was like, like going through that search. What kind of, of tap work, tempo does it have? You have so to hold. You press and hold it to turn on the tap tempo. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that. I think there are others that are like, I think the flashback was even like that at one point. Well, the flashback, you hold it, and then you strum. Yeah, that's right. Flashback Dude. is super weird. I okay. had that, and it never worked well. No, it was awful. So, But but part of this had, like, it had, like, some cool control over how the repeats would degrade, too. Obscura Altered Delay. Yeah, yes. it was actually a pretty cool pedal. It Dude, looks cool. The, the artwork is way cooler than most... Yeah, like, it looks kind of western but skeletony. That's how all those Digitech pedals were, and I. It's a bummer that. What's the What's the robot one that Digitech. I'm thinking of? Uh, it is the Dirty Robot, but it's just that's just not the one he. Dirty Robot is a great name for a pedal. It's a synth pedal. Dude, Digitech had some cool pedals. I was just looking it up. Remember the Carcosa Fuzz. That thing yeah. is really cool looking. I never played one. What was the one they did with the... Oh, that was a DOD one, the Bone Crusher. <laughs> bone Crusher. I wish that pedal would have been good because in theory it Dude, I still really have cool. that. I still have that freaking strum pedal. 
Oh, nice. I've really been thinking about getting a looper lately just for like home yeah, jamming. Yeah. I really like the RC3, but you know what though? They, there's a jam man. Oh, I guess I was looking at, well, if you really want a looper, maybe I'll sell you mine and get this jam man that like stays in sync with the strum one. Jam man. Oh, cause they're jam man. Digitech. We're jam man. I forget they about the jam, the jam man. Was the, the, thing the, of Digitech, the Digitech jam man. Have you guys have you guys seen that the Eric Andre um, Netflix special where the new one uh-uh. where he's talking yeah. about like how how um, incongruous it is I guess that on cops they use reggae music. Yes, I have seen that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap, it's funny as they're like arresting people for possession yeah. of weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Dude, gosh actually yeah do you think the person who it's wrote really that funny. song like on the one hand they're it's like all of their success is due to the show cops however yeah you think they're like f those like guys the ultimate f like that the ultimate, show. the ultimate sellout but the whole like the point of the like the like the song itself is about like bad boys they're coming for you like i i'm sure there's another meaning but it 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 seems to be like it's not a stretch to equate it to police work you know yeah yeah right but is it like is it more like the scarface situation or maybe they like totally people that are coming for you is not the police maybe the people who wrote the song is like they co-opted like in the reggae you know world everyone hates them or whatever because they're posers (laughs) who like cops you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's like ted nugent wrote the song they're like the the reggae equivalent of uncle tom's when you were eight and you had bad traits you go to school and learn the golden rule so why are you acting like a bloody fool if you get hot you must get cool it really is it really is like come on guys let's behave here can't we just all follow the rules what's she gonna do when sheriff john brown come for you Tell me what you want to do. Sheriff John Brown, don't come for you. <laughs> what you gonna do? I wonder what, what you gonna do. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, apparently they were known as the bad boys of reggae. Apparently, apparently because they were good. They were for, They were around since 1968. They were known as the bootlickers of reggae. <laughs> but i could see but no that is like a very common that's like a common sentiment within like within you know like poor communities or like crime-ridden communities of like people within that community are also saying like quit be cool or the cops are breaking the law yeah. yeah exactly yeah oh it's my like, gosh it's, you guys it's like two sides of the same coin almost well you, you know everyone's always like on their they're website about black on black violence and then i saw someone said we do we just don't talk about it in front of you because you're going <laughs> to weaponize it. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're going to use it against us, you jerks. You guys, on, <laughs> like on their website, to keep it on, the deal. Yeah. on the band's website, they sell red hats that say, make reggae great again. That's I don't know. I'm just kidding about that. Oh, I you're so kidding. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we totally believed you. You both were like, oh. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's sad. 
Oh no. Okay. Last review. My my next door neighbor got a hat, a red hat that says make Kanye great again. Oof. In the same like, you know, mega font. Which isn't as good as the hat that says make Kanye twenty twelve again. But it's still <laughs> their website is actually badboysofreggae.com. <laughs> But did that like come after the fact? Of like, course they it did. Always been known as the Bad Boys of Reggae, or is it just because that's know. their biggest song by far? Most of their they've been around that long. Maybe they were actually like big in the reggae community, and like it's like just none let of the us dogs know out. anything about reggae. Did you guys see that Baja Men? Uh, don't go by no, the Baja Men anymore. No, they go did by. you guys? I literally <laughs> saw a video yesterday about who let the dogs out, and it was written by these two white kids like 15 years earlier. And was then stolen by like ten different bands before it made it to the Baja Men. That bad boy, or really? Yeah. Isn't that bonkers? The dogs out. Wait, that who let is the bonkers. dogs out was written by white men. <laughs> by white children, they look by like they're teenagers. Boys. <laughs> they're written by white boys. Yes, not the derogatory but, way of saying white boys. Just the oh, by the white boys. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're known as the white boys of reggae. <laughs> that's UB40 the white boys of reggae I assume UB40 are, are white right they must being, be they definitely the make white. the whitest reggae <laughs> they're from England also oh whatever oh whatever they're from England in it pick it up pick it up <laughs> oh man <laughs> Did you know? Did you guys know that they call over there on that side of the pond? They call popsicles ice lollies. Ice lollies. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. And all candy is all sweets are lolly. Basically, it's odd. It's like how all dessert is pudding. Pudding. Yeah. Okay. Last review. Pudding on your ritz. This is by pudding. Ryan M. Pudding. pudding. Five star review. Pudding. You just read Ryan M's five star review. Yeah. Wait, was the Did last one by ever? Ryan M also? Yes. Yeah, is well, this a different, by the same guy? Is this a different pedal? This is not yes. still the Digitech Obscura? No, this is a different pedal. <laughs> it, it, in theory, like that there's more than one Ryan M in the world, but it, the okay, last listen, one was listen, definitely listen. Ryan M. First, I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to start. I'm going to click and see if it's the same. Go guy. down the rabbit hole. We might Ryan just change M. this whole section. Five star review. Read that Ryan M review. Bass and guitar reviewed in the United States, October 22nd, 2019. 19. Looks good. Sounds good. Looks good. Sounds solid good. build. Solid build. The light is really bright. Like too bright. <laughs> I covered it with a sticker. Now it's fine. Is this this I tried it pedal? on bass oh. and guitar. I personally liked it better on guitar, but totally functional on bass. You can control repeats a ton of different ways. It has more options than what I need to do, but I guess that's cool. I'll be using this for a long time to come. I guess that's And would be cool. confident to go back to brand name or anything else. So it's another delay. Ryan M is on a delay mid journey here. 
Is it another delay? Did it say that? It says not about repeats, I thought. Is it a delay pedal, Phil? It is a delay. Is it an uh, electric, I'm sorry, is it an earthquake devices pedal? It is not earthquake or devices. Or MXR? It is not MXR. Is, is it, it a boutique brand? It is a boutique brand. Is it a Wampler? It is not a Wampler. Is it a Keeley? Not a Keeley. Is it a JHS? Oh, is it the Empress? Not an Empress. Not a is JHS. It, is it a... Is it a Chase Plus? Not a Chase Plus. Exotic? Not exotic. Is it like domestic? It's just plain, just normal, vanilla. It's domestic. It's an American brand. It's, it's an, an American, American brand. brand. <laughs> uh, uh, really in sync this morning, guys. <laughs> I'm glad. And it's because we've been doing this for three hours and have um, one episode to show for it. Um, unfortunately. Uh, what other boutique companies exist? What color? Like all of them except for that except one. For this yeah. One. Oh, it's not. It's it's not Wampler. Is it Strymon? Oh, is it also not Strymon? Oh, is it Catalan Bread? Oh, also not Catalan. <laughs> is it? It's one of the big, like one of the big boutique brands, right? Is it a? Is it? Uh, oh, is it Walrus Audio? It is Walrus Audio. Oh, is it the Walrus Audio Delay Machine Reaver? <laughs> it's not the D one because that wasn't out yet in October of 2019. Um, what do we, is it the ARP 87? ARP 87? It is oh, dang. dang it. 69 points for Cole. I should get that pedal it. too. I really it's want really a good. pedal now. You have it? I had it for a long time. Phil's had it for a very long time. I have you not have had that, it. I, I have wanted it since we messed with it at, at NOM. Back when it was like Sky, just a Sky City pedal. Do you remember that? What pedal do you have that you've had for so long? I have Walrus. No. Walrus pedal is a 385. That's, yeah, that's the one I've had forever that I love that I can't ever see getting rid of it. Um, and, the, and the main reason I can't get rid of it 385 is because with the... Stuck to your board. Oh. Yeah. Like I... <laughs> you use dual lock? Use too much dual lock. And will Way not. too much dual lock. <laughs> Um, when you turn the gain all the way up, it sounds freaking awesome and gnarly. And when you turn it all like way down, it's like a great, it also sounds gnarly. Yeah. And no, it just, it sounds super, it's a really it, it good doesn't, pedal. it gets subtle. It gets really subtle. Like it's, I really liked the air. Is that pedal is more of like a preamp than an overdrive, right? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's meant, okay, it's meant it is, to mimic like, an amplifier. It's like an amp in a box type thing. But it's it based on like because it's like a based on like a projector amp. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It gets really dirty. That's why, like it, the the range yeah. from from light to heavy is like uh, really big. But the delay cool. that I've had forever is the the Strymon the Strymon L cap. Well, dude, forget the ARP eighty seven, Phil. You probably need the AARP eighty seven. <laughs> you need AARP because you are eighty seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
stupid. <laughs> I don't think I still have that pedal, but I did for a while, and I really liked it. Is that the only delay they have? I mean, other than the new one? No, they've got like a bunch of delays, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know. No, I mean, maybe they used to, but that's the only one on their website. They have... Well, they, they have, have the three reverbs reverb. and the two delays. Yeah, yeah. So this what's one the other delay? The, that new Mako series D1. Oh. Yeah. Which is... Dude, has some cool pedals. 300 bucks. Dude, the there's an ARP87 on reverb for 135 right now. That seems pretty good. That, yeah, that's it's, like... Why did it get like, so low? Uh, it's not insanely not low, crazy, but though. it's not even like half. What I know, it? but like, I think, I think I they're got mine for about that much. I think they're big enough now that there's a lot of their stuff on the used market. Like JHS pedals get pretty cheap too. Yeah, exactly. Just cause there's so many of them. I sold my ARP 87 for 140 total. So that would have been 130 plus $10 shipping. Oh, oh really? Yeah, so I think that's kind of normal. So you're saying I should lowball this guy? Yeah, offer him a hundred bucks. See what happens. Because I bet there's plenty at that price, right? Um, there's a whole there's, bunch at one forty. Yeah, one forty plus shipping. There's like, there's three right now. Yeah, I bet you could get one for one twenty plus shipping. It is a really cool delay pedal, and it's like, I mean, it's got tap tempo. It's single enclosure size with tap tempo, which is really cool. And it has top jacks, but, like, you would never want to put it right next to pedals on either side anyways because I don't yeah. know how you'd hit the tap tempo. Well, but it, and it, has, it has a foot switch for, the, for external tap, right? I, yes, I think that's what the jack is for. So you could do that as well. Should I read my review now? Is that all the ones you had, Phil? Those three. Yep. Is that the that same Ryan M? Did you do your forensic analysis? Um, I can't really tell. Let's just say it is, because that's more interesting that way. It's I mean they're similar. both like they're both lengthy, like and they were similar kind of styles to the reviews. Yeah. We should find out who Ryan M is and see if he ever found a delay pedal that he's really happy with. Oh yeah, yeah. he's on the search. You know what's funny? These like those the Obscura and the ARP eighty seven, I had both of those pedals and it was the same exact thing. Like I wanted a small delay pedal that had tap tempo and that was like fairly simple to use. What did you end up with? I just went back to the Wampler faux tape pedal. Oh yeah. <laughs> you still have that now that you have the the rubber necker yeah oh i mean they're yep. different styles i guess yeah the, the rubber neck i still need to like mess with i could see that pushing it off my board though the rubber neck's cool yeah the, the so, thing about okay. you really have to mess with the like drive knob on it because that like really affects how present the repeats are that makes sense but it also makes it, if you go too far, then it's super easy for it to go like run away on you. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun pedal, but there's a lot to it. It's subtle. I mean, the controls are all like. 
It can be subtle. What I mean yeah. is that the control, like little changes make a big difference. Yeah, so it's the opposite sense. of subtle, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean is subtle changes in control make massive changes make in sound. Big changes. Yeah. Okay, let's That's hear your life. Review, Aaron. That's my life motto. All right, Seville, tell me if this is a good choice of review. It's three stars. <laughs> this is by G and B. Reviewed in the United States on October 22nd, 2015. The title of this review is Maybe Like But No Love. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Maybe Like But No Love. Wait, do not read this in a... I'm going to read it in my regular offensive, voice. In an offensive accent. No, I, I'm not going to. This is the best effect type pedal effect company has produced to date. But it still returns a certain still retains a certain je ne sais quoi that I cannot live with in my world. There is no realism to most of the trails, nothing organic or natural. I just don't feel it. There are some interesting sounds in there in shimmer with the tone knob low and modulate, but there's too much bass content and it muddies up the sound. In my humble opinion, it could be used as a neat effect if that's what you're after. But other than room, it just lacks oral authenticity authenticity and that is what i am after the spring is their best effort yet and actually works with overdrive much better than the other pedal from said company overall it is a decent pedal for the price but i would recommend saving up some extra money for the eqd levitation new neighbor wet or even less for the tchof ymmv and happy verbing Oh crap. Is it like the RV6 or something? <laughs> yeah, it is the RV6. <laughs> Wait. What was the thing about oral or- oral authenticity? Dude, oral that's authenticity. Oral authenticity. That's what I am searching for as well. <laughs> and that is Me what too. I am after. Me too. That's what I'm after. Talk about a talk about a life motto. Oral authenticity is what I'm after. That is you're exactly right. <laughs> that, I guess after. that's a bad review cuz it offers too much information. Yeah, like the the different settings you cut, like knowing a pedal that has spring room and shimmer settings on it. I don't know. If it, maybe you guys, maybe it's maybe you've all forgotten this, but when we when when I first started doing this, anything anything that was like effect specific, yeah. I would, I would, would leave out. Out. yes, I know. <laughs> I'm thinking back on how obnoxious that is. Like, yeah. Cause it like, it, but, but it, this you is a review. Is, so much, but this, but review this one was the opposite perfect, end of the spectrum. Yeah. It's a perfect example of why, right? Of like why, yeah. when you read all the things, even if you just leave out the names, it's like, okay, well now it's, you can do check out this other example from the same pedal. It's called It Does Not Work with AC Adapter, Even with Boss. This is Dr. Santanu Sarma. Oh, it's a doctor. The doctor is a woman? It Does Not Work with AC Adapter, Even with Boss PSS 230. Neither Amazon nor the seller, Global AV, gave me a solution even after my repeat communications, after telephonic conversations with Global AV 2. That's all preamble, but here's the best part. With battery, its effects are marvelous. On experiment at our physics laboratory, it has come to know that the device is active up to supply of 9-volt DC or 80 milliamp current 
but this type of low ampere adapter are not available at market. What kind of adapter is he using? I have no idea. He's, he's saying like, it doesn't work with my adapter, but if I had one that were, ran at nine volts, it would work. Yeah. <laughs> that is bonkers. But he, he said has he a used physics it. laboratory and he doesn't know what voltage. He said he used the, the boss one. Well, what is, what's the model he gives of the boss one? The PSS 230? Because I don't, well. Is it just too much? I mean, it, I guess. Oh, I mean, and when I look up boss, boss PSS 230. That review comes up. It comes up. It does not work with AC adapter. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's not a real thing. Well, what it means There's is. There's a Bosch. Probably, there, maybe he looked up this. Bosch orbital sander PSS 230. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm using it with this orbital sander and it's not working. I mean, 230 makes me think it's like designed for 230 volts, which would make sense if he's in, well, if he's not, he sounds like he's in a different country. Oh, there's a PSD 230. But this type of low ampere adapter or not, well, it doesn't, he's saying like you have to have a low amp adapter, but you don't, the, the pedal will just pull what it pulls. Dr. Santenu Sarma. I'm going to see what other reviews he has. Dude, it's like mostly pedals. Man. Oh, but then he's got like some electric violin stuff on here. Mm, oh, nice. nice. For his physics laboratory. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Phil, your reviews were good this week, I yeah, will say. Thank you. And before anyone says anything, Phil's mic wasn't working today, so just deal with it. Just suck it up your butt like a exactly like someone a parasite, else's poop, like someone else's butt worm. Parasite ridden poop, <laughs> gross. So you can lure them out of your mouth. Can you lure them into your butt? Do you think? I wonder if you can lure them 100%. out of your butt. <laughs> if you like sit near food, if you sit near food, will they like go out of your butt? If they're if they're hungry enough. If, okay, so you oh, have no, they to can because they they would their butt. That's like their rear end is out there you have to be able to hold your butthole open though (laughs) well they'd have to they'd have to be able to like make a u-turn in your intestines you don't think they can do that i don't think they would do that they're a worm worm. come on aaron they're a worm (laughs) i don't think they'd make (laughs) a u-turn in your intestines worms are are known for making (laughs) u-turns worms are doing that all the time what are you talking about aaron i don't know have you well okay you have because of you're a man of a certain age i'm sure you've played snake Yes, I have played snake. If you eat your okay. tail, you lose. That's true, but like you can U-turn. <laughs> you can do a U-turn pretty quickly, though. But if you run into yourself, you lose. It's true, which that'd be but very I'm dangerous. I'm saying I don't know if there's enough room intestine. in the intestine to do it. Do you think a tapeworm, if it runs into itself, it loses? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It just dies. <laughs> Maybe that's how you kill it. You, tr- you get it to make a U-turn, and it runs into itself, and it just disappears. <laughs> oh maybe it's like remember how certain versions of snake if you went off the side of the screen it would come back the other side yeah what if it was like that where it went out up your mouth but it magically appeared going into your butt it's like a human centipede it goes out your mouth and then up your butt while you're asleep yeah it's better than the other way around yeah out your butt and then in back yeah i read i read this book about a missionary and he fell asleep (laughs) he had a a dream of a butterfly going up his butt No, you guys. No. Have you guys seen that? Had a butterfly going up his butt. And then, <laughs> it, and he he was, it wasn't a butterfly. It was a worm. 
Have you guys seen that Key and Peele sketch about like these guys who run into each other at this cafe and they haven't seen each other in a long time, but the reason they know each other is because they were in a human centipede together. Oh no. <laughs> He's like, you don't know what it's like. You were at the front. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no, I don't. It's, it's hilarious. You should look it up. So on that note, <laughs> Guys, I want to apologize for Aaron and Phil's behavior this week. Talking I want to about apologize for these nuts butts. on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice of you to apologize, at least. Key and Peele. Speaking of Key and Peele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did I, did I tell you that... Did I tell you uh, that... Um, did I tell you guys about teaching online and having Zoom bombers? No. I haven't told you the story. Well, I don't Zoom know. bombers like people crash. Like bombers is the is the term that people are using. Um, when someone walks through the background or something. No, when somebody finds your Zoom link and then and, uh, and is shows porn and has, or something like that. Yeah, nefarious. Uh, okay. uh, you know shenanigans. That should be Zoom crashing. I think it's because of photo bombing. That's why I say a zoom bomb should be like if something crazy happens in the background yeah, of someone's you. zoom. That uh, yeah okay. I I see. But I see both sides. I see okay. why they would choose. There that, are many sides. It's common vernacular. So, uh, we so the the guy I coach Zumba. each with, we've got a pretty good setup on like how to prevent it mm. for a couple reasons that I'm not going to go into, but in the waiting room, somebody joins and their, their name is Edward and Edward is not in our class. So right away we're like, no. Uh, so we got somebody, you know, trying to zoom bomb our, our, yeah. our class. And, and so Joe and I, he's that the guy I teach with, we start talking about it in front of the whole class. And they're like, the class goes, let him in. And we're like, no. And then I go, <laughs> wait a minute. That's the opposite of what we want to happen. <laughs> I go, wait a minute. We should prank this guy. <laughs> and Joe so goes. You showed the porn on your screen. And then Joe, <laughs> goes, Joe goes, yeah, let's prank him. And so then the kids are like, what? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to prank him. Okay, so what should we do? And then we, we finally settle on. The kids were like, well, let's just let him in. And then that will be the prank. And I was like, no. <laughs> that's, that's not, not a prank. prank. <laughs> So you can do breakout rooms. <laughs> kids got rooms. a lot to learn. So, uh, so you can do breakout rooms. So we came up with the idea of Joe says, okay, I, I'm pretty sure you can take somebody from the waiting room and put them straight into a breakout, breakout room. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, I know you can do that. And I was like, okay. And, and then he says, what about this? We'll create a breakout room. I'll put you in the breakout room phil and, and then, then you show him your little johnny no and he goes and oh. you start you start playing guitar like you start <laughs> singing a song at him and the kids are like the worst one to see it at him you play guitar singing a song at him <laughs> and the Form kids are like no we want to be there him. we want to be there <laughs> and i was like no 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 so he puts me in the breakout room we want to be there and then he does something he he mixes it up and didn't 
get the guy straight into the breakout room accidentally puts him in the class with everyone with him with joe the with teacher, our the teacher, children and all of the kids and not me and he tells me afterwards like he wouldn't tell when i came back i was like what happened he's like uh he got in and uh and i was like what what happened and he's like uh and the kids are like all snickering and i was like oh you guys are joking with me like you like he and and then afterwards he was like no he did get in and i was like what what happened? He's like, I thought I clicked on the thing that put it, but it didn't. And I go, so what do you do? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I think, the guy, I think the guy panicked because he sat in the waiting room for so long. He didn't realize what was going to happen. <laughs> and so then when he was in the room, he just screamed, <laughs> he screamed, these nuts. <laughs> and then, and then immediately left. <laughs> and so when he did uh. <laughs> I was like, okay, obviously it could have been way worse. That's the kind of victimless crime that I can support, you know? Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, that is. Especially for high schoolers, you know? That is a very funny kid. Yeah. Probably younger than the students. These nuts. Yeah. And then then made a fart noise. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Nice. Gives me hope for the future. (laughs) Yeah. I assumed if that. I assume that wasn't going to take a very dark turn. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been telling it, you know. No, I right. assumed it wasn't going to be not... like he showed some snuff video or something like that. And, and Joe no longer works with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anyone's looking for a teacher, no. Unfortunately, let Joe there's know. Like, unfortunately, there's really, really horrible things happening, like over yeah, and over. It's in, so rough in yeah. other people's Zoom classes. We're it's not People, happening man. to us, but we're messed up. Okay. So thanks for friendship. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Mm-hmm.